Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi bestie, welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. I am so blessed to have you back for another episode. Happy Monday if you're listening live the day this goes live and happy whatever day if you're listening in on another day. Regardless of all of that, I just wanted to one, thank you for being back and two, express how excited I am to dive into today's topic. I had a Q&A box on my Instagram. If you don't already know and follow me on Instagram, which I think you probably do if you're listening in on this podcast. But again, if you don't, just in case you don't, my Instagram at is TranXTrong. And basically, I asked on Instagram, you know, what are some topics you might be interested in regards to what I should be talking about and what you might want me to answer. And so I wanted to dive into this topic as, you know, girl, you hit the nail on the head with this one. I'm so excited to talk about it. But as you see from the title, it's in regards to hiring, outsourcing, and starting your business. And when do you know to outsource? And when do you know that you want to hire and seek out somebody to help you in your business, okay? And so I know that's going to look very different per business, per size, per revenue band, but I overall want to talk about like the general encompassing, when do you know you should outsource something, regardless how big or small and regardless of what it is, when you're wagering a decision of asking for help, when should you, you know, take on that help? When should you accept help? And when should you accept, especially paying help, like paying somebody to do something for you, right? Because there's something different between like somebody offering help just because the goodness of their heart, which we always love and welcome. And also in regards to help that you might need and you should pay for because that is somebody's talent, time, and effort, okay? And so I want to dive right right into this week's episode. But before I do so, I want to remind you, you know, the best way for you to support me and the podcast is to please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the Purple app or also on Spotify. I know both platforms now allow you to leave a review. So if you took like three seconds out of your day to submit a review, it would absolutely mean the world to me. We're stuck at around 77 to 76 reviews. I would love to hit 80 by the end of this, uh, hopefully by my birthday, which is April 4th. And so I would absolutely really appreciate if you haven't had the chance to leave a podcast review, please do so. It would truly mean so much for me. Truly, truly mean the world. And I would absolutely love and appreciate it, my love. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode and let's get into it. When starting your business, you're probably so freaking excited, have a million ideas and potential directions you want to take things, but then it all comes down to making a decision and then actually starting, right? Like the first actual step. Sometimes you're like, okay, well, at this point, Tran, like where the fuck do I start? Like you've been telling me all this shit, girl, and that's why you're here, okay? When taking your first step, oftentimes you're going to focus in on your zone of genius, something that you're naturally gifted at, something that you know you're good at and you went to school for, etc. It's your passion it's your interests and it is your it's your juice it's your secret sauce but there are going to be little blips and moments in your business where you're like holy shit well I actually just don't know 
how to take this step because I don't know how to do this. Like whether it be designing, coding a website or designing a embroidery file, for example, that's something that I have to do in business. And both of those I didn't know how to do at all. I had to make a decision and take that first step or the next step in outsourcing when you're faced um, with areas of your expertise versus areas that you don't have much knowledge in, you're going to need to outsource because at the end of the day, it's going to save you these three things, time, money, and energy. And I'm going to break it all down in this episode between the three of those pillars in saving you time, money, and energy, and how at the end of the day, this is the full package plan in helping you basically make that decision, right? Because if you're faced with the decision of like, okay, like Trent, I don't know how to do this at all. I think I want to outsource. Before you do so, walk yourself through this formula of time, money, and energy. And then from here, make that decision on your own terms. But I will help you comb through everything, walk through this entire ideology, if you want, or formula. Formula is a better word for it. And we can get right into it and see if this is something that suits you and your business and will make sense for you. So at this point in the discussion, you're probably wagering, okay, should I outsource, right? So the first step that I'm going to have you take and run through and see if it makes sense for you is, will it save you time? You would rather spend time on other fronts of your business where you're more passionate about it, it comes natural, you went to school for it, you're more interested, quite honestly, and just plain Jane, this is just like at the end of the day, that's an area in your business that you would rather do. And don't get me wrong, there are going to be areas in the business where you're like, holy shit, I don't wanna do this, but at the end of the day, bestie, you gotta suck it up and you have to do it anyway because this is part of the entire journey of the business and entrepreneurship, right? There are going to be moments where you're going to feel burnt out. You're going to feel like, I don't want to do that part in the business, etc. But you also want to make sure you're building a business that you love and you're actually passionate and interested about. So in order to do so, understand the overall encompassing. Okay, this business I love and I love the idea and the value and the purpose mission of my business. But there is a singular step in the process of delivering my business, delivering my purpose that I don't want to do necessarily or I don't necessarily need to do because I can outsource outsource this easily because I would rather spend time do something doing something else. So spending time doing the things that you love and in your zone of, zone of genius allows you to be more productive in what you're doing in your business. You aren't wasting time trying to learn something that you won't really repeat in your business, such as for me when I needed a website. I outsourced this because I'm not a website designer. I'm not doing that for my business. I only needed it once and after it was done once, okay, I had an operating website and that's all I really needed. It wasn't like I was going to make websites repeatedly. Now, if this is something that's like at at the forefront what my business actually is and like that's the service I was providing, um, I probably would potentially pivot because if you're outsourcing the the value that you're actually exchanging, that's not a profitable business model, right? But if it's only one or two steps that you're outsourcing and you don't need to repeat it throughout the entirety of your business or it's repeated, but the cost margin is low, then I would say, okay, you can definitely um, consider it. But in the sake of saving yourself time, how this saves you time is because you're spending more time doing the things that you love, more time doing the things that you're most interested 
passionate about in your business so that you can be therefore more productive. You can exchange a higher energy, higher value because you're in your zone of genius. You don't feel burnt out and you save time and save like wasted time trying to learn something you're actually not one interested about. Two, you don't really need to do many times over in your business to translate that value for your customer. So you like for a website, right? You really only need a what like one website. You're not going to need a million websites for a million customers. You just need one website for your customers. I hope that makes sense, right? I'm really bad at alluding to this right now, but you need one website. So if you pay one time for a freelancer to make the website, it's a one-time cost. So therefore you're saving on that time, you're saving on the cost. Everything's going to kind of trickle in from time, energy, money, I promise you. It all kind of is a domino effect. The first pillar though is I'm talking about is time. And so again, the biggest thing is how you're saving time by focusing on what you're good at, spending more time there and outsourcing things that you don't want to do so other people can spend time in their zone of genius to support you so that again, you get back that time to invest in your business. This just allows you to keep the needle moving forward in your business. So you again, you can focus in on those aspects of your business literally take a shot every single time I'm saying business throughout this episode, but um, we're going to keep rolling with it, okay? <laughs> However, I also want to err on the side of caution. What you don't want to do is have the entirety of your business be outsourced. So let's say you are creating a service in regards to creating websites for your customers. You don't want to be running a business where you're outsourcing the creation of a website for the customer because then you're building a business based on outsourcing and not your own natural strengths and gifts. So there is a fine line between outsourcing and automating so that you're saving time, energy, effort, money, and then just outsourcing the entirety of your business because then that's not really, you know, a business model that's going to really work for you. Always focus in on creating a sustainable business where you know your natural zones of genius and areas of strengths and also areas of opportunities. I don't like saying it's an area of weakness because you look at it as an area of opportunity where, okay, this isn't something that you naturally are gifted at or went to school for or is what your business is made up on. But even if it is a recurring cost per se, it's a cost that you'll pay once or twice within the creation of your physical product or your service um, in order to have an outsourced help and a helping hand. But the entirety of your business still lays on the fundamentals of you and what you're laying down and the knowledge that you're bringing forth, not laying and depending on other people to be successful. It's up to you to create a sustainable business and knowing what to outsource, what not to, what to lean on for help and what not to, and where areas of opportunities and gaps that you need to identify in order to pull your weight and make sure that, again, your business is created on sustainability and not just outsourcing everything where you're creating a business that is in the hands of other people, okay? Second part to the conversation and the formula that I'm trying to lay out for you is because you're saving on time, you're also protecting your peace and therefore saving energy in your business. Nothing is worse, like I talked about, than building a business you hate or feel miserable doing. If there's a step or two in your business that you're like, you know, I simply just cannot wrap my mind around this. I don't have the bandwidth right now to focus in on this or try to learn this part of the business and I simply can just outsource this because I might need it only maybe once or twice in the business. And again, like I talked about, you don't need to repeat it over time after time and it's maybe 
it's not a huge dent in the wallet or a hole in the wallet where you continuously have to expense it, then I would say that it's something that you should make the investment for. Having somebody else focus in on an area that they're good at and you just pay them to do that allows you to focus in more on the value that you're delivering and the communication that you have between you and your customers, right? Like your customers will feel you when you're just being half ass or you're putting something out just to put something out or you know, it, it was very much DIY. It was giving very much homegrown and you don't want that, right? Especially if it's something that you aren't really passionate about or a part in the business that you just don't don't want to do. And you try to twist your arm, break your back, break your neck just to do it to save a buck or two. I mean, in the beginning, that's fine, right? Like have have the bones of your business get started take messy action that's totally fine but as you continue to grow scale and want to take your business up a notch you also have to make sure that you're bringing forth even greater and deeper value and i found that by capturing value you ask for help you outsource that help you outsource and ask people who are experts in that area in that industry and something that they're good at so they can help you in your business so that your business can reap the benefits as well you can focus on one area of the business and somebody else can do the same right there have been times where in my business, like for example, when I, again, like I am, I'm often talking about this website thing here, but when I was building my website, I started off just using like girl Wix or something. And it was so ugly that never saw the, the day of like, okay, I, I, maybe I'll, I'll show that to y'all one day, but absolutely not right now because that was giving very much DIY arts and crafts, like in a college course, throw something together just so that I can get a grade. Right. And I promise you that's communicated. Like, obviously, the first few times around, that's okay because you just want to get it out there and that is fine. But as you continue to grow and as you continue to take more steps forward, people in a way kind of have this expectation that you're going to continue to evolve, right? going to change and grow and nurture your business. So make that investment, make that change, take a leap of faith, invest in somebody that's going to be an expert in that industry, an expert in that area so that you can then get that value of it, right? So again, from the website of establishing it on Wix, I then made the investment to a brand designer who helps me design all of my brands, all of my logos, my entire website. So I have an entire brand identity online and in my business. And if you go to tranextrong.com now, girl, she's very, she got a facelift that she needed. And also like you saw, like my my graphic for my podcast, I changed that and it's evolved with me over time. And you can go back on Spotify, like my first episode ever and one up until like 50 or so, I would say like episode one to 50 as that's what I meant. Um, you can see the involvement of my podcast. Like it started with, you know, my first graphic to my second graphic to what it is now. And so I think people love that involvement of your brand and just taking them along with you as well is something so beautiful, right? And that's the value that I'm communicating and that's the journey I'm bringing my customers along with me. And so when you evolve yourself as a business owner, as a brand or as a personal brand, people will follow you along that journey. So when you make that investment and grow your brand and protect your energy and continue to communicate that value, people will fall invested of in who you are as a business owner and 
in who you are as a person and it humanizes your brand, humanizes your business. And so I definitely derailed there, but where I'm trying to get as what is by protecting your energy, focusing in areas of what you're good at, focusing time in areas that you're good at and saving and protecting your peace, you're able to communicate higher value and communicate that with your customer so they feel that value between you and what you're bringing forth to the table, okay? Because you don't want to bring half-ass work, half-ass energy, and not being 100% present in what you're communicating and in your offer that you know you could bring forth to your clients, to your customers, and have them become you know loyal customers of you because they don't quite understand the journey that you're bringing them along. And in doing so, you're doing yourself more of a disservice if you're burnt out doing what you hate and what you don't like and spinning your wheels, doing things in your business that you don't want to do. And especially if you build a business on something that you don't love, it communicates that very quickly. And so where I'm trying to get at is with saving time and energy in a way allows you to focus in on your passions, then you can communicate that value, you can stay connected with your customer, and you can help keep them staying loyal to your business in doing that. Okay, now we're going to tie it all up to the last variable of this formula. It's going to save you money. And don't get me wrong, it's going to cost you money first. You're probably like, trans, shut up. No, literally. I know, girl. It's going to cost you money first. Bestie, I'm sorry. It's going to cost you money first to make an investment because you know why? You're paying somebody for their expertise, what they're good at, what they went to school for, what they practice in. Like, that's a fair trade. Like, if I'm going to make an investment into somebody and have them work in their zone of genius and be able to outsource that, I honestly, I feel so blessed to do so. I feel so blessed that I get to hire my friends. Like one of my um, my first graphic designers for my brand, Fruit Glutes, she was my friend from college. We were literally in the same social media marketing class, just geeking, acting like idiots. And then we ended up like entering the corporate world together and stayed in touch. And then from there, I saw her freelancing work and I was like, girl, yeah, yeah you're coming home with me. And so I freaking hired her to help me with my graphic designing for Fruit Glutes, the stickers, the design for Shut Up by Manifesting, like everything. And so from there, like what a beautiful experience and what a full circle moment for me getting to support my friends in what she loves to do and now I can have her help me in my business and be a part of that journey with me like I love that like I'm so grateful I get to do that but beyond above above all else you're gonna have to pay for that you're gonna have to make that investment but the thing is the fruits of labor when you see it done correctly the first go around is so much more worthwhile when I get to see like my website done correctly the first go around and I don't have to freaking be pissed trying to learn how to code trying to learn how to like move text boxes everything like I mean hey girl if you like doing that stuff then more power to you but I knew I would have saved so much more money by just making that investment the first time around rather than paying like trial after trial, course after course to learn how to build a website, code it, like even basic coding. I didn't even know how to do that. And like basic brand colors, like do you not like down to the colors? Like I need like, it's called hex where it's H-E-X where every single color has its own hex. 
So basically kind of like their own skew. It comes down to that nitty grittiness to down to like a paragraph of like the font in a paragraph versus font in a header. I bet you didn't know that because I best bestie I didn't. I mean, girl, ain't nobody taught me that. So the thing is, I would have rather, you know, continued to move the needle forward in my business by focusing on creating this shirt, order the poly, poly mailers, having everything aligned, ready to go, and having an outsourcer or a freelancer work on my website, get the website up and running. So then once the website was up, all I had to do was post everything onto the website. Everything is good to go. Everything is good to run. And it all ran smoothly. And I can just pay the freelancer once, done, and now just continue to make sales on Etsy, sales on my website, and bring in traffic and new traffic into my business. So at the end of the day, yeah, I made that investment and it costed me money up front, but I made that money right back. And the value that I got from having a freelancer do it or having my best friend create my graphics, that was more worthwhile for me. Like I harvested my fruits of labor 10 times over. And so that was worth it for me. And so it is something up to you. And in your business, there's going to be different moments where you're going to have to wager, like, should I make that investment? Should I go ahead and do it? So I would ask you between all of the three values that I indicated for you today, will it save you time? Will it save you energy? And will it save you money? And with all that, if you are able to answer yes to all of those variables to this equation, then I would say go ahead and make that investment because you're going to make that money right back anyway, especially if it's a good investment and you have that return on your investment. However, again, like even if it isn't, it turns out to be not what you expected, you reaped the benefits in a different way. You learned something. Now you know better. Now you know who to go to, who not to go to. So it really depends on the narrative that you're going to create and the perspective that you have in your business and what you're willing to make an investment on and what you're not. So at the end of the day, it falls on your lap as the business owner to make that executive decision. And I hope that I was able to at least walk you through a discussion that you should have with yourself. Okay, between, like I said, time, money, and energy, what makes most sense for you. So I really hope this helps and I hope this allows you to kind of have a clear vision of decisions that you need to make in your business and how to create truly like a business that you are infatuated with. Okay, cheers to you. I hope this helped and thank you so much for being a part of another episode with me on Girls and the Gays Lovey. It was such a blessing to have you here. Cheers to you and I'll catch you soon. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.